This is the Gospel According to the Rock, tracing the rocky journey of God's foundation through the Bible. Seize him. When are we? The early reign of Jeroboam, about 931 B.C. This is after Abraham, Moses, King David, and Solomon. It's before the Assyrian and Babylonian empires, the rebuilding of the temple in Jerusalem, and the birth of Jesus. Where are we? Bethel. It's a city north of Bethlehem and south of Shechem. It's in the newly created kingdom of Samaria as a result of the split from Judah to the south. Why are we here now? Jeroboam in Samaria wants to compete with Judah's celebration of a festival. He set up golden calves to worship. His festival will be in Bethel and in Dan. He wants to distract his subjects from celebrating in Judah. Some history. Moses was given three signs when he was at the burning bush on a mountain. One sign Moses was given. He pulled his hand out of his bosom, and behold, it had turned leprous. He put the hand back in the bosom and took it out again, and behold, the hand was restored just like it was. Exodus 4, verses 6 to 8. More recently, Jeroboam set up his headquarters in Samaria, not far from the mountains of blessings and curses not far from the rock at Shechem containing the law. Part of the law was, you shall not make for yourself a graven image. Some of that text was probably written on the rock at Shechem, but Jeroboam remembered Aaron and the golden calf. The calf was Aaron's short-term picture of the Most High. Jeroboam has decided to point to a golden calf as the proper way to worship in his kingdom. And for convenience, Jeroboam has made two calves standing at two different places so people don't have to travel very far, certainly not into Judah. Those altars are probably made of uncut stones. Today's unpaid plug is the World English Bible. It's a public domain version of the Bible. In the Old Testament, the World English Bible uses the name Yahweh when referring to the Lord. That may take some of my listeners by surprise. Listen for the words altar and hand. 1 Kings 13, starting with verse 1. Behold, a man of God came out of Judah by Yahweh's word to Bethel, and Jeroboam was standing by the altar to burn incense. Remember, Yahweh is the Lord, the Most High. He cried against the altar by Yahweh's word and said, Altar, altar, Yahweh says, Behold, a son will be born to David's house, Josiah by name, On you he will sacrifice the priests of the high places who burn incense on you, and they will burn men's bones on you. He gave a sign the same day, saying, This is the sign which Yahweh has spoken. Behold, the altar will be split apart, and the ashes that are on it will be poured out. When the king heard the saying of the man of God, which he cried against the altar in Bethel, Jeroboam put out his hand from the altar, saying, Seize him! His hand which he put out against him, dried up, so that he could not draw it back again to himself. Note, Jeroboam the king is in a tough spot. Unlike Moses, Jeroboam can't or won't pull his hand back to him. Verse 5. The altar was also split apart, and the ashes poured out from the altar, according to the sign which the man of God had given by Yahweh's word. The king answered the man of God, Now intercede for the favor of Yahweh your God and pray for me that my hand may be restored me again. The man of God interceded with Yahweh and the king's hand was restored to him again and became as it was before. 
That's the end of the passage. The man of God prayed for Jeroboam, just as Moses repeatedly had prayed for Pharaoh. Both Jeroboam and Pharaoh were relieved of plagues by those prayers. Both of them failed to turn toward the Most High. In the future, 340 years ahead, a king named Josiah from Judah will fulfill the prophecy of the broken altar. It's mentioned in 2 Kings 23. Further in the future, Jesus will get in trouble at a religious leader's dinner party. The partygoers will want to kill Jesus for healing a man with a withered hand. Further in the future, they'll succeed in killing Jesus. Three days and nights after that, Jesus will succeed in rising from the dead. Unlike Moses and Jeroboam, Jesus' hands won't be totally restored. They will work and apparently not give any pain, but Jesus will say to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Thomas will have faith when faced with a mixture of damage and restoration. Jesus will continue to carry marked hands into the presence of the Father, and the Father and many people will be glad that Jesus is alive. Produced by Static Force, LLC. Sometimes things don't change.